Hey Tim, so what are we uh, what are we talking about today? Today we're going to talk about what I like to call moving out of the city. All right. Right? Um, All right. What I mean by moving out of the city is it, it's kind of like the, the the term or the terminology I use when I think about um, a younger person, mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe in their twenties or late twenties. Maybe they sort of um, have a job in the city and they live in the city and they have an apartment. And then oftentimes the way that life kind of works out is they'll have to kind of move out of the city um, into, let's say, like the suburbs of the more, you know, quote unquote, classic, you know, family lifestyle. Um, And talking about that transition and that change Mm -hmm. that a lot of people go through, um, have gone through or or are going through. Well, how do you see that? Well, I see it as... It's a it's a tough change, right? Uh, um, I I see it as hard, right? Um, I think that you know, folks in 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 their young twenties, um, kind of I don't know, maybe like before they get married or, or before they have kids, they live this lifestyle mm-hmm. that's kind of I don't know. They they really find themselves and they find their likes and their interests, and it's this whole uh, big experience where where people find themselves, mm-hmm. and then. Um, especially from what I've heard from others, sure. um, that sort of being quote unquote, taken away from them right. as they sort of have to, right. um, you know, move out of the city, for example. Um, I don't know, maybe they have a, they have a car that they love <laughs> and they have a baby on the way <laughs> and they know that they can't put their baby in the, in the car back that they love. <laughs> of a beautiful Camaro. Um, and maybe they have to wrap their mind around the fact that they might, they may have to get a, a Subaru backpack or something like that. <laughs> I wonder if we could put up that picture of what you're talking about up, up on the screen for people because it's a beautiful machine. Oh, it's a beautiful God. machine. All right. So, so, so for me, right. you know, it's probably the fact that I'm going to have to get rid of a car to put a car seat in it. Right. Um, and that hurts, but, but, but for a lot of other people, um, we're over here in, in New Jersey, right? Like maybe like moving out of like, uh, Hoboken, New Jersey, which is right. this kind of like really exciting, um, like small city with so much going on to, you know, maybe like the suburbs where kind of lights out by 10 PM and it's not quite as exciting. So, um, it's, it's a challenging transition. Um, I've clearly felt, um, <laughs> and, and a lot of other people have felt it too. Um, what, what are your thoughts on, well, first, I want to say, that, yeah, I mean, I, I, I hear you on that because a lot of the conversations that I have, uh, you know, I'm a little older than yourself. So, with this, you know, I've, I've gone through that transition earlier mm-hmm. in a way. Uh, and also, I work with a lot of men in their late 20s, early 30s. And sometimes you do hear uh, whether they're saying it intentionally or unintentionally. It's like, well, I guess I have to take the next stage in life, right? It's not like, oh, wow, I get to like do this. It's sort of like just in the run of things or how life goes. We use a lot of analogies, a lot of just like like non-intentional verbiage, like I guess the next stage is coming or, or something like, like, a, <laughs> like a non-intentional statement, which, which suggests like, you're not really looking forward to this, are you? Uh, because of this change idea that, that you're talking about. And I think for a lot of people, they get grounded they like what they have. And then all of a sudden, for a variety of different reasons, they're going to change. And now you have to adjust to something completely different, plus potentially having a baby on the way or one or two or buying a house. Right? For a lot of people, when they, this is the first time doing it, uh, and maybe they don't have the help of somebody else to like walk them through it, 
it's a challenging time. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think um, you know, I'm I'm kind of pull I'm I'm picking up pulling some things that you said. Um, a lot of change, right? Um, we know that our brains just do not like change. <laughs> like we 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 hate change. With change always comes anxiety. Um, a lot of folks have um, a lack of support um, because there's a lot of work to make all of those right. changes. <laughs> Um, and some uncertainty about the future. Right. Right. Uh, I always kind of joke, but I'm serious about it when I say, if there's a question mark about the future, our brain is always going to probably perceive like the worst case scenario or the negatives. Right. So I think folks going through any transition in life, but, but especially this one, um, I would say that those are probably three, three pretty big themes that kind of lead to this, to this challenging agita. (laughs) Right. Um, and I guess, I don't know, like, I guess I'm thinking, like, I guess I'm thinking it's important to normalize that, mm-hmm. like, yeah, like, on paper, these these changes are really good changes, right? right? Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean that it always has to feel, quote-unquote, good. I, I like that. I like yeah. that. I like the idea that we could think of it one way, but maybe feel it different, and just acknowledging the fact that, yes, you might be looking forward to the next stage, and also potentially scary, because I, I feel what a lot of people do, it's either or. It's either they're scared, I want to do it, this is terrible, or like they disregard those feelings and just go with the cognitive. And then there's like this internal discrepancy of what it's supposed to be while how the person feels. So I, I, I totally hear you on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. One thing that, that was coming up for me, at least when we started this conversation, is I also find, I don't know, a different type of a person, but just sometimes the conversations that I have with clients that maybe are less about the sacrifice and less about certain, you know, certain things that we just talked about, but more about discussing their values, even when they were younger, just to sort of expand on on what that might be like, because maybe in your twenties or even teens or early thirties, the biggest value that you have is, is, you know, getting together with somebody, finding your significant other, right? Uh, finding your identity, finding who you are, what you like, your profession, right? But to me, that doesn't mean it eclipses everything else, right? Mm-hmm. So I like to do a, a lot of value-based exercises where, wait a second, maybe you never thought about it, but let's think about how much you want to be connected to your partner. Let's think about, are you going, let's say for you and I, are you going to, how much are you going to value fatherhood? Mm-hmm. How much you can identify as a provider? Do you want to settle back into a particular spiritual, religious element to yourself? Right? Just to kind of do an inventory just of who you are as an individual. Because once, let's say you're living in the city, uh, you know, for like, let's say 10, 12 years, that might, the idea of getting out there, doing things might eclipse mm-hmm. some other parts of who you are. Yep. Uh, so a lot of my conversations are rebuilding, or I shouldn't say rebuilding, but tapping in into those other parts of the individual. And once we could do it, then it's not so much about compromise. It's not about so much fear, but shifting set into almost like a positive expectation. But wow, I've experienced this part of my value set, uh, getting out there, forming who I am. But now I'm eager to be able to, you know, find myself as, as a father or find myself maybe as a, you know, somebody who owns their home and taking care of that, mm-hmm. uh, or or maybe embracing myself back into my particular, you know, spiritual religious roots that I actually kind of neglected. But now that I think about it, it's it's actually a part of who I am. Mm-hmm. But like so, shifting it that way 
to me, makes it a softer transition because then you're moving away from compromise and into growing into something that uh, either we're developing like a new value or reconnecting with an old value, which I think makes it easier for that transition to happen. Yeah, what one, you know, thinking about it like the previous way, in the beginning of the conversation, sort of like, this is a drag, right. I'm losing so much, I have to give up my car and everything that I love, and I don't know what the future's gonna look like, and this is scary. Over to, well, yeah, you know, like things are shifting, and your your value systems will probably shift too, and you will probably value different things more, right. and you will find, it's very likely that you will find um, an immense amount of value right. in something that you previously didn't find right. value. Exactly. Right? So, so, so I guess that maybe to put it in a nutshell, um, you will feel fulfilled. It'll just look a little bit different. A little bit different. It may be instead of moving away from, you know, let's say some people would reference like a cheaper thrill of going out, you know, having drinks, eating well, like whatever, staying up later, however the typical life could be like. Maybe now the value shifts. Mm-hmm. And now it's a qualitatively different satisfaction level, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, which, you know, again, I think at least in in therapy, when, when I talk about it, if we can acknowledge it earlier and just set it up earlier, then you don't have to go through the, the growing pains, right? You actually, instead of seeing it as a sacrifice, you're seeing it like, wow, I'm developing myself in another area of my life. Mm-hmm. So that, that, that kind of, and I know you like cognitive shifts, right? Like, so... To me, that cognitive shift can, can make a huge difference between like, oh my God, gotta go to a soccer game or oh my God, I have to like wake up earlier to like, wow, it's interesting. I'm developing myself, let's say as a father or as a mother or whatever the situation might be. And just to add to that really quickly, you know, I, I, I've heard a lot of people say like, um, you know, going back to the past, like, oh, I remember when, you know, I didn't have to right. do this or that right. or, the right. other, or, or the other thing, right? Um and I think that that goes right along with, you know, perhaps a maybe not the most helpful mindset that we can have, where we're not kind of tuning into how those values can positively shift, and we can get that 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 same enjoyment and fulfillment, or perhaps even greater. Absolutely. Um, if we're if we're sort of able to have our values like more from move, just just a little bit. Exactly, and it's again, it could be either reconnecting with something that you've you've known about yourself before, or creating new ones. Uh, I, you know, growing up in, in, in larger cities all my life, I, I didn't know how much I like hiking. I mm. didn't because I didn't have an opportunity to do that. Uh, yeah. You know, I would never have thought like, wow, like, well, one of the things that I love doing is that on the weekend. That was not part of at least my thinking and just allowing yourself to do it, how to say preemptively, but having those thoughts or kind of conversations maybe with your significant other, or even with yourself, let me reconnect with that, uh, will make it, to me, will make it much easier to make this, you know, potentially significant transition in one's life. Totally. Okay. Last call? What are your thoughts? Last call. Last call for me. Um, I'm going to put it this way. The, the moving out of the city analogy. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a tough part of your life. Right. You know, um, it's hard. There's... There's change, which leads to anxiety. Um, there's uncertainty about sure. the future, and there's a degree of loss there. Right. Um, so I think that we should be normalizing the fact that, yeah, although these changes on paper are good changes, mm-hmm. they can be emotionally challenging. Of course. Um, and so normalizing that, and we're going to do it anyways, <laughs> um, but normalizing those feelings that go along with these quote-unquote good 
changes. I hear you. I hear you. Uh, my last call would be, yes, that's true. And also spend some time tapping in into your values. You know, mm-hmm. there's so many value journals out there uh, yeah. that you could, that could help you say, I don't know what my values are. There's a gazillion things you could just go on any uh, Google or whatever and try to find something that would work that, that would potentiate some of it uh, and, and start thinking like, how can I expand my value set? increase it or just tap it into what you had so that you could kind of pre-plan how that would look like for you. Um, be it parenthood, be it living in a suburb, be it whatever, whatever the transition might be. What is the value that is potentially important to you or that you could develop that would bring meaning to your life? And just to add a, a little teeny tiny point to that, um, being open just to, to noticing them change. Right. Right. Um, and, and seeing what they change too. Right. And and leaning into it, right? Right, right, right. Absolutely. Because I think, you know, as, as we talk a lot about this, having these preconceived cognitive notions get in the way. You know, I know you and I had a conversation about hypnotherapy on the YouTube channel. I, was, I spoke to Gabrielle about intuitive eating, right? Basically, a big part of it is like our mind gets in the way. Let's try to move aside from that, tap into who we are. It sounds like intuitive eating eating improves right Mm -hmm. we want to talk about like let's say some sort of cessation or changing of something hypnotherapy allows people to kind of tap into like that reservoir of information that we have we're basically talking about the same thing allow yourself to be open to see what comes up and give yourself a chance to enjoy something different yeah and on that note there's a little plug for our youtube videos (laughs) that's right (laughs) we're talking about really good stuff that's um and uh And we will say farewell and enjoy our YouTube videos if you want to go watch them. (laughs) That's right. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.